Well, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to week number 24 of What to Do in your host, John Gillick, on this Friday, October 23rd, as we talk and get together and discuss a little bit about the world that's going on around us and things that are happening uh, all around us in the world of arts and entertainment and talk about sports and just talk about things in general um, for you, the listener. Hopefully, we give you some ideas that you can use uh, in in the near future for uh, gift giving or some just some general ideas that you can use to help motivate yourself throughout the entire uh, week. And I've been seeing a lot of posts on Facebook um, about this is uh, the fifth year of 2020 and and funny stuff like that. And you know, it's just it's just a crazy, crazy, crazy year. And we all know that, and we can all agree with it. And um, you know, it's not too 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 far away is the turn into 2021 and hopefully things become a little bit better as we uh, look towards the future and as we do some things uh, a little differently. Just finished week, week six of school here in uh, my district. Um, some others who listen to this show, I'm sure you're probably like a month and a half, two months into it already. Um, but we start hybrid in our district very, very, very soon, um, which ought to be interesting. If uh, you are a teacher and you are out there and you are already doing hybrid, I would love to hear from you. Uh, and as always, if you want to get in touch with the program, you can always email me at jjg5150 at aol.com. Or you can uh, catch me on Facebook as John Gillick from Scotch Plains, New Jersey. We are indeed live every, each and every Friday. And this is from the Maiello and Manzi Insurance Studio. For all your insurance needs, they are the ones to go to. So if you want to give them a call at 201-991-0028, that is for the Maiello and Manzi Insurance Company and uh, the hosts of our broadcast studio. So as I was saying earlier, if you are indeed a teacher who is doing the hybrid thing already, I would love to hear from you and, and pick your brain a little bit about what's going on. Um, I do know that there has been some new information passed about in the arts regarding singing and playing, uh, which ought to be very interesting as we get closer to our start date in my district of November 16th um, and seeing what the band and chorus students will be doing. Hopefully we can play a little bit. I do know that uh, marching band is happening for a few schools. Um, last week I closed out the show with a great shout out to my nephew Liam uh, Phil Hauer, who is a member of the Pequannock High School Marching Band. I am going to be seeing them tomorrow live at their quote-unquote home show, and uh, which really these bands have been phenomenal. They What they do is they have someone videotape their performance, and it's just like any normal school year. They're in uniform, they're doing drill, they're doing some props, they're doing the music. And it's just very interesting to watch it on, on channels like Flow Marching which uh, broadcasts a lot of these high school bands, and then they have an, they have an award ceremony, and, and kids can find out what place they're in and what they did. Um, it's just very interesting. But tomorrow I will see my first live marching band uh, for the year 2020, and I am very excited. Um, having not taught marching band for the first time since, oh, God, I don't even, 1993 maybe? Uh, for the first time, I haven't been involved with marching band because in our district, they uh, decided to bag it for the fall um, out of safety concerns for the students. 
but <clears throat> I will see it tomorrow. So good luck, Liam. I'm sure you guys are going to be amazing. And uh, I know your, your aunt and I are very, very, very interested and excited for you. So it's going to be a lot of fun uh, to do that. And also, by the way, a nice happy birthday shout out to my niece, Kaylee. Uh, I can't believe she's 18 years of age. Um, just seems like yesterday I had her in the palm of my hand. So happy early birthday uh, for her. Uh, so a couple of things that happened uh, sports-wise. And we'll get into some arts entertainment. And we'll get into some uh, just some general stuff a little bit later on. Um, my picks for last week, I was 3-0 on my picks. So that puts me at, uh, for the year so far, that puts me at 7-2. and two. Uh, We started on week number 4, week number 5, and then week 6. Uh, so now I am at 7-2 and two on my picks. And I will have those picks for you later on in this broadcast. We'll be picking, as we always do, two studs and a dud. So that ought to be uh, very interesting to see what's going on. Uh, local football around here in New Jersey, New York area is not quite as rosy. Uh, the Giants had the game in their hand last night and uh, literally kind of just imploded with the drop from Evan Ingram, who was wide open. Uh, defense imploded a bit, allowing the uh, Phillies to go, the Philadelphia Eagles to go down the field and do what they had to do uh, to put the game away. But clearly some things are happening for the Giants that are positive, much more than the Jets, unfortunately, for Jet fans. And if my brother was alive, I'm sure he'd be losing his mind. And, uh, you know, wherever he is now, <laughs> floating around on us, being with us as a great spirit that he is, uh, I'm sure he's he's just beside himself. He was a big-time Jet fan. And I know a lot of big-time, hardcore Jet fans, and they are just so miserable about this season. And uh, the news coming out this week about Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson. Will he or won't he go to the Jets? Uh, they might pull in Eli Manning. Um, there's been reports saying that he does not want to play for the New York Jets, that he wants to stay at Clemson for another year. Uh, and then a report just came out today that says he may want to play for the New York Giants. So that's a very interesting turn of events, and I'm sure something that'll be uh, pushed around for the next couple of couple of months as we have a just a miserable, miserable football season for the New York, New Jersey area. Um, World Series is coming to a close. Well, it's Game Three tonight, and but uh, looks to be very interesting. The ratings are abysmal for it. Uh, for the World Series. I know they have let fans in at the stadium in Texas to see the game. It's very interesting to see fans in the stands for a lot of these games, whether it be uh, NFL, college, or MLB. It's very interesting to see the small amount, but uh, very passionate fans that are in the stadiums. Uh, but the ratings are just in the in the toilet for the baseball. And um, it wasn't the glorious matchup. They wanted the Yankees and the Dodgers, and unfortunately it couldn't happen that way. So uh, a lot of people are uh, not interested in what's happening baseball-wise. I do know if you are a, someone who lives in Tampa, you're going to be thrilled. <laughs> uh, if the Tampa Bay Rays pull it out and win the World Series, that means you have a Stanley Cup champion and a World Series champion in your area. And I can also see the people in Los Angeles being very happy about the fact that the Lakers won the NBA championship and perhaps the Dodgers taking home the World Series as well. So that all remains to be seen, to be played out within the next couple of days. Um, speaking of sports, staying with our sports uh, theme here, 
The NBA is, is targeting a date of December 22 to start their season playing 72 games. Uh, they hope to finish by the Olympics that are going to be held in Japan in 2021. Uh, and the NHL is starting to look at January 1 as being their start date for the NHL season, playing a complete 82 games, uh, but no Winter Classic, which is the, I think, just outstanding uh, production for NHL. It's on New Year's Day. Uh, it's, it happens before all of the bowl games, the major bowl games get played. Uh, but there will be no Winter Classic this year for the NHL, nor will they have a All-Star weekend. Uh, all of that has been put on the shelf for 2021. And it still remains to be seen if they're going to be allowing fans into these stadiums uh, to, or arenas to see this. There's been talk about new divisions. I know that they mentioned something about a Canadian division. Uh, which actually has morphed into a northern division, which essentially would group the teams that are found in the north. They would develop a southern, a west, and a north, uh, eastern team. Sorry, east, yeah, the base of compass, north, south, east, and west. Um, and that's how they would group the team so they could limit the travel between states, which if you've looked at the news, ladies and gentlemen, it, it is booming. COVID is booming. Uh, travel restrictions are getting more and more each day. Um, and it's just very simple equation, folks. Do the mask. Do the social distancing. Um, don't drop your guard until we're absolutely certain that there is a vaccine, that there is something to fix this uh, and make your world a lot better. But, you know, again, don't be afraid to go out. I, I go out. I do go places. My wife and I go here and there and everywhere. Um, we've eaten out at a few places. Uh, you know, you just got to be careful. You got to be very, very vigilant. Wear your mask and do the social distancing thing. And, you know, and by the way, if you're looking for things to do, now is the time of the year uh, where there's a lot of farmer's markets. There's wonderful day trips you can take to um, orchards and, and uh, farms, working farms. And you can buy local products from the uh, farmers themselves, which is usually very, very good. Um, and if you are a subscriber to New Jersey Monthly Magazine, there is a whole um, edition. The October edition is dedicated to uh, fall trips, day trips where you could take. And it might be nice to get the kids out of the house. You get in the car, you drive somewhere for an hour and a half, two hours, and you're in a whole new world. And uh, you go pumpkin picking. You can do, uh, you know, little different activities that these farms have set up for people. Uh, and then get, get some really nice, good, wholesome produce and, and, and some really good food and cheeses and artisanal cheeses. I know there's a few places out in southern, uh, southwestern New Jersey and even northwestern New Jersey, like Bobolink Farms, that has some of the best cheese that has been produced in the world, not just the United States. Uh, so these are some, some things. If you do subscribe to the New Jersey Monthly Magazine, you will find that in the October edition. It's also online if you want to check it out there, too. Uh, might be a nice little treat to get out of the house and go uh, do some things in the, in the farmer, in the agricultural areas of New Jersey. And if you're the type of person who likes to go to... Uh, brew pubs and have really good, delicious, uh, artisanal and handcrafted beers. Uh, there's there, New Jersey is booming with, with them. There is a lot of craft beer places popping up left and right. So if you are into that, um, it wouldn't be a bad thing to get the person who is into that kind of, kind of brew, 
and get them a couple of growlers uh, for as a gift, which would be a very, very nice gift for somebody, um, and making sure that they have um, the opportunity to taste these, these wonderful beers. I myself am not much of a beer person, but I do enjoy the taste of a good beer every now and then. Uh, and I, I know I stick to my whiskeys and bourbons and things like that, but I pretty much like to taste a nice beer every now and then. So it's a treat. It's definitely a treat. Uh, in the world of music, lost a couple of people this week. It seems like this has become a re- recurring theme. Um, every single week we're finding out a new uh, rock superstar or musician is uh, passing on. And uh, this week we met... Um, Spencer Davis passed away, leader of the Spencer Davis group, Steve Winwood, uh, groundbreaking British blues rock type of band. Uh, Tony Lewis, who was the singer for the 80s band, The Outfield. Um, and then also Viola Davis, who was 107 years of age. She was one of the most influential jazz drummers uh, to perform through the big band era. Um, just remarkable. Her amount of talent. Uh, people called her the female Buddy Rich. Uh, she was that good. Um, and when the boys were going over to serve in World War II, uh, she led the bands. She, she led the charge and, and kept the big band music happening in, in, in the world, in the United States at least. Uh, but she was not only instrumental in, you know, playing jazz and being one of the, one of the founding, uh, folks of the world of jazz and especially in drums but as she got older she spearheaded campaigns to get girls to perform on percussion not just playing the bells uh she got a whole movement started where it was okay for girls to play drums um and you talk about such a sexist thing you know that you know this is a male only instrument um i always as a music teacher i think that's ridiculous i've met thousands of students male or female and the bottom line if you can play you're in you're good you know you're fine you're going to be okay um and it was great to see that all through the late 50s 60s 70s she made it a point to um bring light to the fact that more women can be involved with uh not only playing the drums but playing music so again uh we say goodbye to her at 107 years of age wow 107 years of age a couple of items out of our of interest for musicians music people people who like music and again if you're looking at a gift okay a gift for somebody who likes music you're going to have a pl- plenty of opportunities in 2021 and even 2022 when they start to open up the arenas for these traveling bands and tours and things like that. Um, you know, you're looking at a McCartney tour rumored for tw- late 2021, Rolling Stones, Ozzy in 2022. Uh, you're looking at uh, Kiss returning to the road in 2021 for what seems like their final tour ever, but it's been stretched out for so long. Uh, but you're looking at some, some tours coming up. Obviously, Broadway is looking at a June 2021 opening. Uh, sadly, the New York Philharmonic won't open up until late 2021. But again, these are things that if you know people are into music, that would be something that would be very nice to get as a gift. Uh, and again, music-wise, though, uh, the Springsteen album is out. It's, it's great. It's 12 tracks that are just magical, in my opinion. He has recorded some of the best music in rock history uh, with albums like Born to Run, Darkness on the Edge of Town, 
uh, stuff from like Radio Nowhere and tunes that came off the, the tracks albums and stuff. Uh, this one is with the E Street Band. It's his 20th album. It's released on CD and something very interesting, two LP records. Uh, so records making the comeback. And if you've been checking things out like that, records certainly are making a comeback and they have surpassed CD sales uh, within the last couple of months. So uh, you can catch the new uh, Letter to You album from Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. That is uh, out and you can find that. Another interesting book, if you are a um, fan of rock and roll, uh, this guy, Bob Gruen, was a tremendous rock photographer. He took pictures of bands from Led Zeppelin uh, to Alice Cooper to The Clash to The Ramones. He was a photographer at The Ritz and CBGB's in New York City. Well, he's released a new book called Right Place, Right Time, The Life of a Rock and Roll Photographer. And if you have somebody in your world that's really into those pics and those candid pictures of bands that range from, like I said, Led Zeppelin all the way to the Ramones, um, this is a really nice book to get them. Um, it's, it's loaded with candid photos, uh, professionally done, candid photos, moments backstage, uh, moments on stage, things like that. So that's available. That's out. Uh, Bob Gruen. Um, I started to look at a new book uh, by Kathy Valentine of the Go-Go's uh, to go kind of hand-in-hand with the documentary, and I thought her book was just outstanding. Uh, so that is out as well. You can find the Kathy Valentine book. It's been out for a while, but if you look for it, you can definitely get that for a person who wants to hear more about the trials and tribulations of being in a rock band. It definitely is up there in regards to that. Um, you know, the passing of Edward Van Halen, of course, I went back and looked at the books that I read this summer. Um, and it was just, just really amazing to see how that guy did what he did. So some gifts there for some people in the world of rock and roll. Yeah. So we get some things happening with that. Um, oh, there it is. There you are. NFL pick music, so to speak. So ominous. Really amazing. Pretty wild. Anyway. As I told you last week, 3-0. So far on the season since we started doing this bit, and I really want to thank the listeners for coming up with this. This has been a lot of fun to handicap or kind of look at the game's studs and a dud type of thing and I don't do the point spreads I'm, I'm not into that scene so if that's your kind of bag then I'm sorry about that but I'm really just into picking the teams and going from that point out 7-2 and two on the season so here are my two studs and a dud for this week this week my first stud of the week week 7 in the NFL can't believe it the 5-0 and o Steelers visit the 5-0 and o Tennessee Titans I'm picking the Steelers. I feel something's up in Pittsburgh. I think this is it for Roethlisberger, and they're just putting it all out there, and these guys are playing. They're just out there balling, and I think the Steelers are going to take it to the Titans. So that's my first pick of the week, the Steelers over the Titans. Steelers to remain on the winning snide, and Titans get their first loss. 
Next game, next stud. The 5-0 Seahawks come into Arizona and take on the 4-2 Arizona Cardinals. I'm all about the Cardinals. Um, it's fun watching them play. I mean, yeah, Kyler Murray's making mistakes, and there's some issues going on with some of the some of the defensive issues that they have. But they got the makings of a really good team there, and I think for the NFC West, this is going to be a huge battle. Seahawks have been, I believe, they're six and zero going into Arizona. Well, it's going to be their first loss this Sunday. I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals over to Seattle Seahawks. Our dud of the week. No offense to anyone who's a Dallas or a Washington football team fan, but this really is the dud of the week. And I can't believe it because this used to be the NFC East. This was the big, big time. This was the big you know, conference. If you were talking about Dallas-Washington week seven, you're looking at a bloodbath. But you're looking at a two and four Dallas with a lot of finger pointing going on. And Washington just kind of happy to be there. I'm going to give this one to Dallas. I think they cut the finger pointing out. I think Mike McCarthy and company right the ship and get a win over Washington. So there you go. There are my picks for the week. My two studs and a dud. We're going with the Steelers over the Titans, Cardinals over the Seahawks, and Dallas over the Washington football team. And there you go, sporty fans. There are your picks for week number seven in the NFL. Um... A lot of great things have been happening all around. I see a lot of great energy in people voting. Uh, please get out and vote. Your voice definitely makes a difference. It definitely makes a huge difference. And I'm not talking about what side of the aisle you're on. I'm not talking about what person you're rooting for. Just get out and vote. Please get out. The more people who vote, and let me tell you, it was pretty interesting doing the mail-in ballot, and you can actually check that online to make sure your ballot actually does get counted. Uh, so you might want to check that out and vote. Get out and vote, ladies and gentlemen. I can't say it enough. Lastly, and this one is is a very personal one for me, um, lost a very dear friend this past week. Uh, Debbie Yanaga um, left this earth and she has gained a rightful place up in heaven. One of the nicest people I've ever met. Her and her husband, Jim, have been nothing more than just gracious, great, fantastic people. And um, the world is, is, is just got a hole in it because of the loss of Debbie Yanaga. So Godspeed, Godspeed, and God bless you. This has been What to Do for week 24. I am your host, John Gillick. Again, it's a pleasure to be with you each and every Friday as we just get into the world sports, music, arts, education, and just a whole bunch of just good stuff that's out there in the world. And the more thing we can talk about the good, the better off we'll be, I think, in the future. I'm going to leave you with a little whammy jammer here. Jay Giles. Love this tune. It's a great tune. You're a harmonica player. This is the tune you want to lock into. One of the one of the one of the rare rock tunes that features a, a harmonica. But again, it's been a pleasure to do this show each and every Friday for you. This is season two, actually. We are in season number two. I can't believe it. Season two of what to do. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to get in on the show, by all means, email me jjg5150 at aol.com or give me a buzz on Facebook. John Gillick from Scotch Plains, New Jersey. 
Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Keep sharing the program. Get out and vote, and let's do the right thing, baby. Have a great weekend. Enjoy. Talk to you next week. Bye.